Oliver Dixon on SAFM. Lano Makokotlela's here and in the consumer corner today we're talking about medical aid schemes and medical aid cover. What is it and what should you understand about it and what are its limitations? Lionel, of course, the founder of Financial Wires Corner. Lionel, good morning. Good morning, uh, Oliver, and good morning to the SAFM listeners. There's very little consumer education about this, and I'll tell you why, because I didn't know, up until last year, I'm embarrassed to say this, but up until last year, I didn't know what the difference was between medical aid, medical cover, and hospital cover. Uh, And all of those things just don't seem to be the same product. Okay. Yeah. There's uh, there's always uh, new products uh, popping in, especially in the uh, within the uh, health sector, and most of the time because of the, um, I, I guess maybe they're just shy, media shy. They don't really uh, talk much about the products uh, or advertise it more mm. often, just so that uh, consumers get to be more informed about it. But equally important, uh, what is also quite alarming is that when people actually sign up for medical. Uh, cover you'd find that they do not actually understand the options that they've actually uh, signed for Mm. when the opportunity comes or when the need arises for them to actually go to hospital where they need to now uh, pay something you'd find that people are actually now up in arms uh, stating that i'm actually paying x amount of money on a monthly basis but uh, my medical cover is actually not covering some of these consultation fees and things like that so those are just some of the real issues that consumers have to deal with on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. so let's maybe then start at defining these things okay what is medical aid What's health insurance? What's hospital cover? Okay. So medical aid, um, okay, medical aid, basically, um, medical aid cover refers to actually the actual cover one gets for medical uh, cost. When we refer to medical aid scheme, we are talking of the entity that operates specific set of medical aid cover plans. So those are the two differences. It's worth noting that medical aid schemes must be non-profit organizations, which means they do not have shareholders, but is governed by trustees. So in the event that I happen to have a problem with my medical aid, uh, let, let's say medical aid, uh, medical aid cover, I would need to now approach then the medical aid scheme to actually Mm. stipulate what my issues are with regard to that medical aid cover. And they need to actually address my concerns uh, lengthily. But in the event that I do not get any uh, assistance uh, insofar as that is concerned, then I can actually now approach an ombud in this regard who's actually going to listen to my issue, then call the uh, medical aid uh, scheme uh, company uh, in this case it will be a, a an, an entity where they listen to then the merits of what I stated the merits of what the medical aid is stating then actually make a ruling thereafter yeah then and then the other the other one is actually medical uh, there's the health insurance the health insurance is actually just a, a protection insofar as the medical aid is concerned. So when we talk about health insurance, we are actually now referring to the hospital cover, uh, uh, gap cover, uh, like hospital cash plans, the medical insurance, or loss of income whilst in hospital. And this one is actually governed by not the Medical Aid Scheme Act, but it's governed by the Insurance Act uh, uh, scheme. So this is totally different from then the Medical Aid uh, Scheme, uh, which actually deals with chronic conditions, the hypertension, the asthma, and the epilepsies that people tend to uh, go for hospital for. 
So mm. those are then the two differences. So do you need both of those to go to hospital? It depends. Uh, I would simply say that it would require it would require you to actually consult with the new financial consultant, as well as the medical aid consultants, just so that they actually tailor make a product that actually specifically speaks to your issues, your illnesses. But in some cases, for some people who are actually uh, self-employed, you may find that the health insurance actually uh, is um, makes a much better sense in a sense that when they are actually in hospital. Uh, for a specific period, they get a lump sum of money being paid to them. Okay. Yes. Um, so let's let's then categorize it because you seem to uh, speak of different illnesses, chronic illness on the one hand and non-chronic illness on the other. Um, so if I realize that I have, if I'm diagnosed with cancer today and I have to go through chemotherapy, does my medical aid cover my chemo? Some medical aid uh, options do. Remember, within the medical aid scheme, you would actually have different options based on the amount of money that you are actually going to be contributing. If, for example, um, I'm not going to mention any uh, medical aid <laughs> uh, names, yeah. but um, for uh, some medical aid, I give you uh, like your if based on your income uh, bracket, if you want to actually just get like a normal uh, dentistry and uh, consulting a doctor uh, on a regular basis and so forth, they would actually give you an option for that. So if you are of a specific age and you know your conditions, then it might actually require you to go on a specific option, which might actually require an extra income or extra um, amount of money to be uh, put into that option so that you can actually visit those um, um, uh, medical uh, attentions without actually putting anything into it but there are some where you would the medical aid would simply say that they would pay 70 percent then you would actually have to cough out the 30 percent when you upon visiting a, a doctor for for example so it would actually depend on the option that you are on but in the event that you do not understand which is very critical at this point in time mm. that our listeners actually look into the contract that they've actually signed with the medical aid uh, just so that in the event that they are they're in need of a medical attention that they, they don't actually find themselves in a surprise where they are actually turned away from a specific hospital because it's not within the option of what they are actually paying on a monthly basis and in some cases uh, you'd find that if you do not even have a medical aid some hospitals would actually not even attend to you so those are just some of the real dynamics that people actually have to apply the mind on and make an informed decision uh, based uh, on going forward. Yeah. Give us a call 086-000-2032. If you have a question for Lionel on this, if you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107, uh, you can do that over there. On the other side of this, I'll take a look at your engagement. A few more questions I do have, uh, but we'll get into that on the other side of this break. Give us a call 0614 well, 086-000-2032. If you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note, it is 0614-104-107. Uh, medical aid premiums are a big deal, Lionel. Um, yes. How do those change and how are they determined? Well, uh, like uh, the previous week, we were actually talking about inflation rates uh, going high. Mm. And this is actually going to play a critical role in so far as then the uh, premium that people are going to be paying. Because if then the inflation goes high, just the same as the interest rate going high, then you, it's actually going to affect then the uh, monthly premium that people were actually paying. So you'd find that uh, the medical aid companies are also going to be increasing then their premium, which is actually going to affect then the financial budgeting that households actually have. So 
people ought to be mindful insofar as actually uh, uncovering that or taking that into account in terms of how is how is then inflation going to affect then their monthly uh, financial obligations insofar as then the medical aid is concerned as much as the petrol is going high then the food price is going to go high then the school fees is actually going to go high so those are some of the things that our listeners need to grapple with before they actually make an informed decision but um they then there are those people who actually stay to uh, who opt for the different uh, option when then the inflation go high pe- some people actually choose for the cheaper option within the medical aid schemes but they fail to actually take into account that when you go for the cheap option it does not cover everything that you might need in a critical uh, when you critically need uh, medical attention so those are some of the real issues that our listeners need to pay attention to in terms of what is it that they have actually uh, paid for and what then their payment is actually going to entail them to uh, to uh, with regard to accessing uh, medical attention in the event that they actually need that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And 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 so can you by yourself calculate the impact that the interest rate would have on on or the the impact that inflation would have on your on your uh, medical aid premium? You can, but I would actually advise people to actually sit down with financial planners and uh, medical aid uh, company consultants, just so that you actually get uh, a different perspective. Because some, no, not everybody is actually uh, clued up in so far as then those calculations what it actually mm. takes. But in some cases, you would also have an option to actually ask questions in the event that you are un- actually unable to afford. What is it? What What are then the best options that you can actually do in that regard? And uh, people actually need to ask then the difficult questions when that opportunity actually presents itself. Because the moment you are not informed, you are not actually going to make an informed decision. But the moment you are informed about what you are actually asking about, you're bound to actually uh, apply your mind differently as uh, versus somebody who's actually not informed in that regard. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Morning, I guys. Know, that's, that's Luzugo here from PE. I just have a quick one on, on medical aid. Why is medical aid or, or the premium thereof dependent on one's bracket? I mean, how fair is that when medical care is actually a need and a necessity and not actually a want? I mean, we're not discussing a um, a, 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 a premium stay at an accommodation hotel uh, here. We're talking about paying for medical fees. If I go to ER earning 15000 or 10000 and someone else who goes to ER earning 35000 where is the difference there? I mean, we're going to be seen by the same nurse or by the same paramedic. Where is the difference? Why, why are we charging per bracket? Yeah. Do you have an answer to that? My answer would be it actually depends on the option that you actually chose. But insofar as then your affordability would actually also give you that uh, those different uh, uh, options when it comes to then access to medical um, medical uh, services. Uh, most of the time, uh, the reason why it would also be different is simply because some medical uh, aid, like I, I, I had indicated earlier, would give you an option where you would actually pay a shortfall as opposed to them actually having to cover 100% of all mm. the expenses. So that uh, those are some of the elements you need to take into account to simply say that on the option that I've actually opted for, is it actually going to cover 100% of 
everything that I would need in so far as my medical aid is concerned, as well as the uh, getting option uh, when it comes to medication. Is it actually going to cover 100% of that, or am I actually going to be coughing out some uh, some of the uh, consultation fee, or uh, uh, be it uh, also just to get uh, medication? Some sometimes some medical aid would actually not cover 100% of that. Mm. So it would actually depend on the uh, on on your affordability as a consumer, but equally important what you are comfortable paying on a monthly basis i don't know mm. if that I can, can you or to do that in, if i today take out medical uh, you know subscribe to a medical aid cover and i can afford 400 rand yes and let's say in, inflation is so rocky next year that it becomes 450 rand and the, the year thereafter i end up paying 650 rand hypothetically speaking but my income hasn't increased along with with the increases in my medical aid cover can i subscribe down to uh, cheaper products I'm sure in the same in the same cover. It would depend if then the medical aid uh, scheme that you're on uh, actually has got various options for you to, uh, to be uh, covered. And in most cases, they would actually play around with their models just so that they don't lose people. Uh, uh, but uh, still keep people on. But then maybe it might require you to then pay X amount of money when it comes to then consultation. As opposed to, let's say, 70, as I had given uh, earlier, then they might simply say that we would actually cover 50% of your consultation fee, then you would actually have to cover out the, uh, the remainder 50%, just so that at least they can they cannot actually lose any uh, of the money. Mm. Yes. Uh, good morning, SAFM family. My name is Talent. I have what you call a medical savings card uh, from a certain company. So I'm not quite sure maybe if they can elaborate what is it all about. Thank you. Medical aid service card is, is I think, what I heard him say. Do you yeah. know what that... What... No, I'm not quite sure about the medical aid service card. Is it just the card... I, just, I have no idea. Like, because we all get cards yeah. uh, when you actually join a medical aid, where it would actually stipulate then the dependents at the back as yes, well as yes, yes. the main, uh, the principal uh, uh, member. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure if then talent send us a send us a WhatsApp voice note again. Maybe just explaining that. Maybe you can as well send us a picture of the card if you feel yes, comfortable please. doing that, or perhaps just give us a call. We'd really appreciate that. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. We're taking those voice notes on zero six one four one zero four. 107. Mpo and Mangahung will be coming to you shortly. Let's take a quick break. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. Give us a call if you have a question for Lionel this morning. 086 Mpo out in Mangahung. Good morning. Uh, morning, uh, Oliver, and morning to your guest. Um, Oliver, you know, your guest is somebody that I've been desperately, desperately looking for because I'll tell you, I'm on a medical aid. I'm almost paying 4000 a month. And I'm the only member on this medical aid. And the second thing is, you know, I'm I'm uh, soon to be going on uh, on retirement. So I'm I'm a bit concerned that I might not be able to can pay medical the way the medical um, is uh, what's called is, um, um, subscriptions are actually increasing. So I might not be able to can afford to pay medical aid on my retirement. So how can I get hold of him? Because I want him to address specific issues with me, man, if I can be able to can uh, get hold of him uh, telephonically or whatever way. I'm desperately looking for him. Mm-hmm. So that's one, 4,000 rand sounds like a lot, a high premium for a single uh, person. person. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. uh, 
But should I give yeah, you my yeah, number? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can contact me on 065. 065. 693. 693. 1291. 1291. 1291. Yes, it's, uh, it's the number for Egovus. So the company that I work Sorry? for. It's the number for Egovus, the company that I work for. The company oh, that okay, brought me is, here. Okay. Okay. Your name is Lionel, no? It's yes. Lionel. Yes, sir. Okay. So in other words, when I get on a phone, this number, I'm going to get hold of you, or may are they going to put me? You get hold of me. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Lionel. Only a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for that. Really, really okay. do appreciate it, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Michael, who's on the road. Michael, good morning. Uh, morning, Oliver, and our guest over there. How are you guys? Very well, and yourself, well, sir. Well. Fine, thank you. I just want to ask our guest uh, a few questions there. Uh, who qualifies for medical aid? And uh, what is it that you require when I want to join the medical aid? Because I've heard stories saying you must bring payslip and whatever, those long stories. But now my question is, what if I don't have the payslip, but I, I'm able to pay my fee? I will listen on the radio. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. I just want you to mull over that for a minute and, and, and we'll respond on the other side of this. Let's just take a quick break, but you can give us a call 86 0 Hashtag SFM Talking Point. Do you have an answer for Michael's question? Michael, yes. Uh, anyone can actually join a medical aid uh, a medical aid company, uh, whether self-employed or um, working for a specific uh, institutions. There are two kinds of medical aid schemes that you'll actually find. Open ones, which is for everyone, where you would actually go to a specific company and speci- specifically say that I'm interested in joining your company as my medical aid uh, company that will look after that, uh, like the, 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 the scheme itself. Then there's also what we call closed medical aid scheme. This one is basically a medical scheme that is for specific people who work for specific institutions. For example, banks have got their own medical aid for the bank sector. Then people who are in actually in the health sector, they also have their own medical aid. People who are in government, they also have yes. their own specific medical aid that they would actually uh, be obliged to uh, join once you actually work for that specific employer. So that would actually be uh, point number one. Then point number two, what would actually determine on the options of the medical aid that you would be getting would be first and foremost, point number one would be affordability. Then number two, it would be then your medical needs that needs to be met on a monthly basis in some cases in the event that you might be on the road most of the time. So those are just some of the things that you would need to take into account. Then point number three, are you actually going to be going on the medical aid scheme alone or are you going to be joining with family members? Is it siblings, kids, parents, workers, and so forth? So those are just some of the elements that you would need to bring to the table of knowledge so that the consultant would actually advise you accordingly so that you make an informed decision then point number four would be do your own ground research look out and see who are then the medical aid uh, companies that are actually out there Mm, mm. how much are actually uh, they are charging people and look for an option that would speak to your monthly budget as well as some of the needs that you would need insofar as your medical uh, attention might actually require let's have a listen at this whatsapp voice note 
Greetings, Oliver and your guest. This is Pulen Puli from Bloemfontein. Oliver, I kindly need you guys to assist me in relation to the cash fee that the GPs would charge, like for your day-to-day -day consultations. They would still ask for a plus minus 300 rent and still claim from the medical aid. Now, in this matter, I contacted my medical aid to try and figure out why would they do that. And the medical aid is not totally in agreement with what they are doing because the medical aid apparently pays them a money fee to cover up for those excess amounts that they think they need from their patients but they still charge it regardless is this allowed very very good question very good question from Pulang over there yes no it is a very good question and the the short answer to it is that it is allowed because uh, some medical aid, like I stated, they've got different options where they don't actually cover 100% consultation fees. There are some medical options which actually covers 100% uh, options where you don't necessarily have to uh, cough out then the remainder that the medical aid is actually not covering. So look at, ask your medical aid to then give you an option. But in the event that you had spoken to your medical aid and you still feel that the, uh, the matter has not been resolved, you can actually approach the ombuds, which is actually uh, called uh, medicalschemes.co.za this is where you can actually lodge your complaint in the event that you have spoken to then the medical aid company as well as the hospital or then the, the uh, medical practitioner who actually charged you the amount and you feel that the amount that they have been charged it's actually unfair but they would actually get back to you after having to listen uh, having listened to both sides of the story your side as well as the side of then the medical aid company Lionel, that brings us to the end of today's yes. program. Thank you so much, man. Really, really do appreciate it. For those who would like to get in touch with you, how can they do so? You can actually touch base uh, on our cell phone number, which is 65 693 or you can send us an email on fwcegavas at gmail.com. 